Hello, this is Will Hardy with Man Talk Radio. We are all about breaking down the walls of race and denomination. Your Chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just a few minutes. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening to the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Kingdom Pursuits, where you hear from ordinary people instilled with an extraordinary passion. Together we explore the stories of men and women who take what they love and let God turn their passion into Kingdom Pursuits. Now, live from the Truth Booth, your host, Robbie Dillmore. Welcome to Kingdom Pursuits, and I want to just, we have a really amazing show for you today, but I want to start off by saying that this show today um, due to some, well, I, you know, there's just some content from Lantern Rescue and some abuse that children may not be appropriate for them to hear as, as well as we've, we're going to be talking about um, the whole idea of the sanctity of life because we got an amazing movie coming up um, called The Matter of Life. It's called Matter of Life. And so we got Tracy Robinson on with us. She's the CEO and director of Matter of Life. Welcome, Tracy. Tracy, are you with us? I'm with you. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. We've had a little struggle with our phone system today, so I'm glad that you're there. And wow, just two days, right? May 16th and yes. May 17th is when people are going to be able to see this film, right? That's right. Monday and This Monday and Tuesday, um, they can find tickets at fathomevents.com or matteroflife.org. But yeah, it's really come at such a timely uh time in our history uh, with this major court decision uh, just on the brink and expected to happen on Monday. So couldn't have timed it this way. No, it's beautiful. Absolutely amazing. So we have that as well as we have Doug with Lantern Rescue and Doug's got a bit of a story to tell. So welcome, Doug. Hey guys, nice to be here. Appreciate it. And so you may know Lantern Rescue is um, a radio show that's here on the Truth Network and regularly we have Mark and Ren and all these guys who are out uh, rescuing people from human trafficking and all different forms of that, whether it's sex trafficking or slave trade or whatever. And even, you know, right now they're in Ukraine and they're in Afghanistan helping people around the world. So we got Doug who's with that situation. He's sort of a, a got a victim story that, yeah. that we want you to hear today. And we're going to be getting into that. But you know, if it's Kingdom Pursuits, and I don't know, Tracy, if you're familiar with it either, but I always tell these, you know, I have to tell my jokes or otherwise, you know, people just, that's what they expect when they listen to Kingdom Pursuits. So, you know, you might guess that since the, the name of your movie is A Matter of Life, that there's some good jokes that have to do with the idea of matter. Did you know that, Doug? I did not. Okay, so here you go. Do you know it doesn't matter how hard you push the envelope? Do you know why, Carmen? No, I'm not sure, Robbie. Let us know. Because it's stationary. <gasps> I would have never thought of that. That was so good. You can laugh nice. too, Tracy. It's okay. Nice. It's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> and you may not know this, but no matter, and again, using the word matter, no matter where I go, I like to bring my ukulele. You know why, Doug? I can only imagine. So, but if anybody asks me if I play an instrument, I can say I, I play a little guitar. 
<laughs> nice. Yeah, there you go. And it doesn't matter if you're tall, short, fat, thin, rich, poor, because at the end of the day, you know why? Why? At the end of the day, it's night. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I'm stealing some of these. Nice. So, yeah, there you go. And... Um, and no matter what I've, I've tried and tried, no matter what I do, I, you know, I can't seem to master the entire alphabet, Carmen. I don't know why. Oh. You saw that one coming, Doug, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> so actually, we have a spectacular riddle for you today that you can call in win at 866-348-7884. I'm expecting a lot of winners because we have really great prize. But here, and it's an easy riddle from my perspective. So... Why doesn't it matter if you can spell Armageddon? Why doesn't it matter if you can spell Armageddon? If you know the answer to that in Robbie's punishing way, you call us at 866-34-TRUTH. And Carmen, tell them what they'll win. Today's prize is a family four-pack to see the Dash. Right, the Winston-Salem Dash take on the Asheville tourists. Yes, they I bet do. That, I bet you didn't even know, Doug, that the Asheville... Baseball team was called the Tourist, but it makes wow. perfect sense to me. And they're going to be touring the Dash Stadium and losing bitterly, from what I understand. <laughs> so you can call in and win. All you got to do is tell us why doesn't it matter if you can spell Armageddon? 866 348 7884 866 Truth. And so getting back to Tracy, and I know everybody like me is dying to know. Tracy, what what's what's the movie A Matter of Life? Can you kind of give us a summary or the the audio trailer? <laughs> yeah. So The Matter of Life really clarifies the abortion issue. Uh, it's a feature length documentary that tackles the pro life pro choice argument um, from the science of embryology, uh, the history of how we got to this point in our society, and uh, just powerful personal stories of people that have overcome troubling uh, circumstances um, and just redeeming stories. And then we highlight pro-life um, pregnancy resource uh, organizations, um, just people in the pro-life movement that are doing amazing things to help women. Uh, so we leave people with hope. Um, so it, it's really been changing hearts and minds since we've been showing it in uh, certain communities, pre-screening it. And it's given existing pro-lifers this renewed vigor to keep going and to keep doing what they're doing. Yeah, and I think it's so spectacular that you use in Fathom events because, you know, that was what um, The Chosen did at Christmas. And while they filled theaters across the country, and I'm sure that's your hope that people go ahead and get those tickets now and really make a statement out there because the way theaters operate is if they sell out, they keep, you know, the, the, this is makes a big, big impression across the whole community, right? That's right. We want to make our voices heard. Even if you've been pro-life your whole life, I want people to come uh, and just make, just um, communicate to the community and to the world the sense of urgency uh, that this message, that the abortion issue is in our country. Um, and we've been, there's been a, a grassroots effort uh, to oppose us. Um, there's been people calling and protesting their, their theater and their community to have them shut the, the showing down. Um, so it's even more important for people to pre-purchase their tickets to, to really um, keep this movie showing in their community. Right, and, and 
even if Roe versus Wade gets overturned, it's like, wow, now we really got a battle on our hands because we've got every state. And, and, and so this is a, a huge time, right, for such a time as this, because we got our work cut out for us either way, right? That's right. Yeah, I, a lot of people, the, the common misconception is that abortion is being restricted everywhere, but it's absolutely not the case. Um, there are still abortion states, uh, like my state in California is becoming a, a sanctuary state for abortion. Um, girls can, are flown out for free and get put up for free and get free abortion on the taxpayer dollar. Um, and so, uh, and then in the restricted states, she's going to definitely need access and connection to those resources that are available. Um, that's the thing. Resources are available for her, like pregnancy resource and pregnancy help. Uh, she just doesn't know they exist. Um, so it's really up to us and uh, up to Christians and the church to uh, be a connecting point and to be a resource for her. Oh, it's, yeah, absolutely. And we're so, so, so glad um, that you guys, and like you said, for such a time as this, and my other guest today is affected by this in, in so many different ways. But Doug, as we mentioned, is an associate of Lantern Rescue and and a friend of Mark's and Wren's and, and all that. But And he felt like, wow, I mean, he's got a, a spectacular story of redemption on something that went just horribly wrong, yeah. but God made it, God made it right. <clears throat> so if you want to just, we just... Dive in, Doug, and, and well, we'll start going from there. You know, it, this this inspired me. I heard a story on the Lantern Rescue uh, podcast um, a couple months ago, I guess, about a young lady that said that she was having she was abused as a child and and molested by her father, and the mother didn't know about it. And it really inspired me because. We always talk about sex trafficking, you know, overseas and, and I, whatnot. I hate to jump in and, yes. and stop you, but you can see he's inspired him to tell his story, which we're going to come back with that, along with a lot more from Tracy Robinson. And, of course, your call, and why does it matter that you can't spell Armageddon? To Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. As we mentioned at the beginning of the show, we might have some content that wouldn't be appropriate for young children, as we're going to be talking about sex trafficking to some extent, and um, uh, the whole idea of pro-life and, and those things. So if you're not wanting your children around that kind of thing, by all means, um, take this opportunity to, to have them do something else. But meanwhile, I'm very excited because we have a Riddler on the phone, someone who thinks they know the answer to why doesn't it matter if you can spell Armageddon. And so, how fun. We have Morgan is on the phone. Morgan, you're on Kingdom Pursuits. Good morning. Good morning. So, Morgan, why doesn't it matter if you can't because spell... Because it's not the end of the world. <laughs> You're exactly right. It's not the end of the world. Because, right, the God's coming. I mean, it's going to be amazing, right? Yes. Yes. Right. It's going to, you know, everything's going to be straightened out and everything will be good on the other side of Armageddon. And I bet you even God's going to show me how to spell because I've never been able to. 
Google search. <laughs> Google search. <laughs> well, thank you, Morgan, for calling in today. God bless. Oh, it was nice to have Morgan on. So today we have Tracy Robinson with the movie It's a Matter of Life. She is the CEO and the director of the movie and has come to theaters for just two days. How cool. This week, May 16th and 17th for such a time as this. It's a Fathom event, so you can just go to fathomevents.com and you can see the, the matter of faith there. Or if you go to Kingdom Pursuits, it's actually on my front page. Um, it's called a matter of faith. And by the way, if you go to either of those locations, there's a trailer you can you can see this documentary that's going to be on um, again May 16th and 17th for such a time as this. But when we left our hero Doug, yeah. he was kind of telling us the inspiration of why he wanted to come on the radio and share his story, as he could tell how it important. Because again, you know, we heard this story on Lantern Rescue that he's talking about because I did the interview. Yes. Um. And, you know, I'll never forget the interview as long as I live to hear what this poor girl went through. And it inspired you to tell your story. And unfortunately, having dealt with a lot of men in ministry, because I do these boot camps with Masculine Journey, so many men are ashamed or, or will never tell of the abuse that they went through. But that's kind of it's kind of your story, Doug. That is. And, you know, it's it's sad to say that in the world today, you know, men are men are told, you know, men don't cry. Men don't show their emotion. Be strong. You're the man of the house. And to a certain extent, you should be. You should be the man of the house. You know, you should lead your family in the right direction. But back to that story that inspired me, uh, the young girl told about how she was molested by her father, and then I believe it was her uncle or her grandfather or something like that, and how the mother didn't know. The, you know, the father was locking her in a room, you know, in a barn, and her mom thought she was at, you know, summer camp. And, you know, so starting on my story, I'm going to try to, you know, be as quick as I can, I guess. But, you know, I was born. We're going to break it up, so just just, right. just go with I was I was born to a heroin-addicted mother. And, you know, she had her cycle all nine months. She did not know she was pregnant. You know, she was a bigger woman. And, you know, when it was time for me to come out, when God said, okay, you're ready to enter this earth— you know, they did, she didn't know she was pregnant. She thought it was a, an appendicitis or something. You know, they rushed her to the hospital, and they said, hey, you know, you're pregnant. You're about to have a baby. She's like, well, I don't want it. I'll get rid of it. Get rid of it. And I'm here today. I'm here today to, sh to share my story, and hopefully it reaches out to some people. And, and you're not only here today. You have a family. I, I've, yes, I have a beautiful family. Right. So it's not just one life that was saved that day. You know, when you think about it, just like what, what we're talking about with Tracy, your movie, it's the same kind of thing. When you save one life, you save a whole bunch, don't you? Tracy, you still with us? I'm with you. Okay. But, I mean, that's what you run across all the time, right? When you save one life, you save a whole bunch. That's, that's right. Yes. Yeah. We have an opportunity to save generations of people when we just minister to one. Um, it's really powerful, just the ripple effect. And and so it's a it's an amazing. I'm just curious in your own story, you know what? How did God come after Tracy Robinson to t to take on this project? Well, it was in 2016, and my background is in video and film production, uh, and I was a documentary video video editor. Um, but in 2016, I had been commissioned on and off by a pro-life pregnancy resource center 
to do testimonial videos for them um, and um, just for their promotion and fundraising. And I had never heard of a pregnancy center before, um, but I was really inspired by what they were doing to help women in their time of of need. Um, But I was in the mushy middle when it came to abortion. I was very apathetic about the whole abortion uh, debate and didn't think it was a big deal in the grand scheme of things, even as an evangelical Christian. And it wasn't until my friends at the pregnancy center, the staff at the pregnancy center, invited me to an apologetics uh, conference, and the topic was the case against abortion. And I thought, well, I'll go and check it out and see what my pro-life friends are talking about. And in less than two hours, the speaker, Alan Schliemann of Santa Reason, he gave a clear, concise argument for the full humanity of the unborn child from the moment of conception. And uh, he invited us to look at fetal development and and uh, the aftermath of abortion imagery. And I was just really struck with the, the reality and the truth. And it was in that moment that I was downloaded, I like to say, with this vision that this needed to be a feature-length documentary because I knew there were so many people in my shoes who had gone their whole life without being invited to to look at this issue, um, to really... Um, uh, hear the truth uh, about abortion. Um, I went through public school. Uh, obviously, they teach you a certain worldview there. I in uh, California, was, yeah. I did, yeah, in California, and I <clears throat> I did go to church growing up, uh, but the you know the topic never came up there, and my family never talked about hard topics. So um, this was a real eye opener for me. I had been taught by the culture of euphemism. Euphemisms. I um, was personally pro-life, but who am I to force my beliefs onto others? Um, that kind of thing. Who am I to take away that choice for others? Yeah, so that was a, my mentality before. You know, it's, I, I, I had an opportunity when I was at the National Religious Broadcasters Convention a couple months ago to interview Abby Johnson, who many would know. Abby Johnson was the head of an abortion clinic there in Texas, that 40 days for life had prayed for against, you know, that, and, and what happened um, was she turned against um, the whole abortion industry and to great, you know, all sorts of shenanigans that happened. But that was after she had been involved in thousands of abortions. And it was amazing to me. Uh, I mean, I loved what she said that the, the amount of guilt that she had to deal with that the result of all those lives, well, there's abortion workers everywhere. When you think about it, Doug, there are abortion workers everywhere dealing with all the guilt of all those lives that they took, whether they're aware of it at this point in their life or not. But at some point in time, like Abby Johnson, they're going to face it. And I love what she said. She said, a lot of days you think, I just want to grab a bottle of wine and go climb in the bathtub. But when I do, I, I, my focus is on me, and if I can somehow or another get the focus back on God, then all of a sudden the thing goes off me, and I can go move forward in the causes that God has for my life. And interestingly, God had that cause for you in that hospital that day, Doug. And and so what happened from there? Well, you know, I was born. My mother said, well, I don't want him. I don't want him. And my grandmother was like, you know what? I'll take him. And, you know, somewhere along the line, you know, I was passed back to my mother and she continued with her addiction and I was pawned off 
you know, so, you know, she needed her fix. And so I was passed around. Me and my sister both were passed around from person to person and multiple things happened to us. And, you know, a lot of times my sister would take the fall for that. She'd be like, no, take me instead. Do this to me and, you know, don't, don't touch him. Leave him alone. Was she older than you? She was. She was six years older than me. And we went through a lot. You know, we, we've seen each other be abused. And, you know, my job as a child of God is not to just sit back and let it happen. I need to speak up. I need to take action. You know, and, you know, thank God that my grandmother stepped forward that day and said, I want him. And so I was raised in a Catholic home, was forced to go to a Baptist church. Go figure that one out. <laughs> uh, but... That was my escape from reality. You know, church was my escape from reality. And so, and as for with my sister as well. So, uh, I don't know where else to start. Um, you know, so, I guess. Uh, the, so, at what point, like you, this was normal life to you. You know, I think that's really hard for yeah. a lot of folks to understand is for victims, this was normal everyday life. I didn't think my life was right. anybody different than anybody else. But at what point in time did, did, you kind of get a clue that like, wow, I, that, what's happening to me is not normal. Well, I would say probably around the age of 10. Um, you know, unfortunately, the church that I attended, there was a gentleman there that thought that it was okay. That, you know, to, to touch inappropriately. And, you know, it was uncomfortable. It and really that was, was in church? That was also in church. Um, that, that happened with one person only. But, you know... I was like, man, I don't like this. This this can't be right. And when I finally spoke up about it and told my grandmother what was going on, she's like, that's it, no, there's no way. She goes, I don't see when that's possible. Well, she found out the truth, and my grandmother just went rogue. <laughs> wow. So you can see we've got a, yeah. a lot lined up today with Tracy Robinson. Again, the movie is a matter of life. It's coming to theaters May 16th and 17th. You can go to Fathom Events and find out about that or kingdompursuits.com. And we got a lot more with Doug with Lantern Rescue, the Lantern Rescue, of course, radio show, podcast. Um, man, what they're doing in this area of trafficking is unbelievable. And we're, we thank God for all of it. And we thank God for you listening. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And today we're, oh man, <laughs> God has really always supplies me with folks that just, just boggle my mind. We have Tracy Robinson with the movie Matter of Life. It's coming to theaters in just two days. I mean, May 16th and 17th. So for such a time as this, it's through Fathom Events, or you can go to kingdompursuits.com to find out about it, as well as Doug with Lantern Rescue, of yes, course, sir. human trafficking group, the story of Lantern Rescue that, that comes on here every week and, and again on the podcast. So, Tracy, as you were putting this movie together, um, is there some part of it that, like, man, you can hardly wait till the viewers get a chance, like the, the people in the, the seats are going to be able to see this can you give us some sense of what you're most excited about um well one of my favorite parts in the film is uh a testimony of a former abortionist uh he's an OBGYN. his name is dr anthony levitino 
And um, he gives his story of how he decided to stop doing abortions. Um, I won't spoil the whole thing, um, but uh, he experienced a tragedy in his life that eventually um, took him down the path of really confronting the reality and the truth of what he was doing um, that hit him, that just rocked him to his core. Um, And his story really informs all of us of the real value of life at any size, at any age, uh, in the womb. Um, And so, and he is just a testament to how even the hardest heart, even the the most reluctant convert, can have a a life-changing God experience, um, can have, uh, there's nobody outside of the scope of who uh, who God cannot change and transform. Um, So there's really hope for everyone. Uh, so that's what I want people to take away with is the the fact that uh, it doesn't matter what circumstances, it doesn't matter um, where that person finds themselves in, uh, that life is valuable. Um, the circumstances don't outweigh the value of that unborn child. And the fact that there's nobody that we shouldn't pray for. Um, there's nobody that is... Um, too difficult or too hard for God to change. And so um, it's just a call to not only rescue babies or, or just get involved in the pro-life movement, but it's a call to love. It's a call to love everyone. Yeah. And I, I'm, since you got to see that firsthand as you were, you know, directing the movie, right. The, 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 the thing that really shocked me when I started doing interviews with people that were involved in the abortion industry was the level of guilt that they carry that's just, it's mind-blowing. Whether you're man, woman, or child, everybody involved is carrying all this murder that, that they were involved in that, that really, you know, by God's grace, you know, in so many different ways, people are, are you know, whether they went through it as a father or they went through it with a, as a grandfather, everybody's involved, right? Right. Um, there's, I discovered a lot of guilt along the way of people that just had a lot of regret in their past. But what I want people to walk away with, uh, especially we have some special features in the theatrical release on Monday and Tuesday, is that it doesn't matter what you've gone through. Uh, it doesn't matter um, how big your sin. God can forgive you and uh, release you from that pain and that burden. Um, he took that burden on the cross, so you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to walk in that guilt and shame on your shoulders. Um, so that's what I hope people with abortions take away. Some of the biggest advocates for this movie, though, have been um, people with abortion in their past. Oh, They've yeah? been the biggest cheerleaders for this movie because they know that the information in this film and the just the message of this film has a life-saving impact. It changes people forever. Um, their worldview and just if they when they are in that pregnancy and facing that choice, uh, they'll be definitely likely to make the right one. Yeah, and just getting it out on the table, you know, getting the information out and, you know, you know, to where you can actually talk about this happened to me, this happened in my life, which really is what Doug's doing today, yeah. um, really publicly, amazingly. Um, but Doug, just like in that case, God came to the rescue of that man God came to your rescue. You were in the middle of the situation. Can you share with our listeners a little bit of how God came to your rescue? Absolutely. So, you know, just to back up just a hair, you know, I, I started, I was introduced to, to crack cocaine at the age of 17. And for the next 11 years, 
I did it every day, and it and it affected me a lot. It affected more so the people around me. And finally, my brother-in-law, God rest his soul, he he sent me to Florida and put me through rehab. And I was in a place called St. Matthew's House in Naples, Florida. And that's when I was, as an adult figure, I was I was introduced to God, and I saw the the change that happened in people. You know, just by accepting God into their heart, you know, living by the word, these people had changed from from such a horrific lifestyle to peace and love. And and so I accepted God, you know, in St. Matthew's house. And from there on, you know. How, God, many, how many years ago was that? That was 15 years ago. May 16th will be 15 years. So people don't get off crack cocaine. No. You know, I've always had this saying, once a you know, once an addict, always an addict. Because a lot of people that are in recovery that teach recovery say, Oh, you know, you're an addict in recovery. And and that's exactly right. You're always an addict. You're always gonna have that urge, no matter how strong you are, no matter how much you pray about it, you're always gonna have that urge. But you have to be stronger than that drug. You have to be stronger than 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 the world. You and, have to and so somehow or another God made you a new creation. So actually he's he the did. one that gets stronger, right? He did. You know, God, there is no one more powerful than God. There's no one more powerful than God. And, you know, it hurts me to know that that this happens in the world, that that children, you know, like I said in the beginning, you always hear about overseas. But not too many people talk about what happens here in, here in America, what happens here, you know, and it comes so, you know, from your family, from family members, close friends, the people you least expected are the ones that hurt you the most. And so that was 15 years ago. Yeah. Were you able to just put it down at that point in time? Or have you yeah. had some, really? I got on a bus May 15th that morning. Uh, it was a 26-hour drive on the bus to, to Naples, Florida. And I had that urge. You know, I went through withdrawals for like two or three weeks. The sweating, the no sleep, the anger, the, the jitters, the shakes. And then one morning I woke up and the guy's like, hey, come on, you got to go. We're going to, you know, we got, we got service. And we went to church that morning, and that feeling went away. When I accepted God into my heart, that feeling went away. I think about it every day, but I'm stronger. I know God has made me stronger. And and so now you're helping yeah. others. Like, has God comforted yes. you, right? Oh, yeah. That's part of what you get to do, uh, from what I understand. That right? is that is a very big part of my life. And, you know— what I, my grandmother always said: What other people do has no effect on how you get into heaven, but it's how you respond to their actions that matters. So your grand—is this the grandmother that raised you? That is the grandmother. That and raised you still have a relationship with her? She's passed. She passed in ninety-six. Oh, okay, um, but you remember much of what she said. Oh, I remember everything. You know, I remember the good, the bad. You know, I remember the day she found out that my father was one of the ones that were that was molesting me. I remember her actions, and I won't get into that, <laughs> but let's just say he, he he walked away when I was five years old and never came back, you know, and that's, that was my that was my safe space, you know, my comfort. Right, right, right. And, and yeah. so I'm interested in, in, Tracy, in your own life, like um, how you, how God came to your rescue? Um, well... For six years, uh, this has been the film has been a uh, just a passion of mine, a vision um, that I believe was from the Lord, uh, because 
it was just so relentless. Yeah. Uh, there, it was giving up was not an option. And I just, I had a sense that it was from the Lord. Um, but I hit all these roadblocks and finances, but he provided every step of the way and just confirmed that it really was him. So, wow. And uh, then it comes out this week. <laughs> This week, Monday and Tuesday. That is so awesome. It is so awesome. So, wow, we got one more segment of Kingdom Pursuits. Stay tuned. We got more with Tracy Robinson. The movie is A Matter of Life, coming to theaters, like you said, May 16th and 17th, as well as Doug with Land and Rescue. Welcome back to Kingdom Pursuits, where we hear how God takes your passion and uses it to build the kingdom. And as always, we were sitting there during the break just thinking how amazing God is in his timing and that the dates that Doug is talking about were right along these ideas of May 15th, 16th, 17th were those life-changing days for him. They could be life-changing days for our whole country as we're seeing the events of of Roe versus Wade possibly overturned this week. And then this movie is coming out on the 16th and 17th, just coincidentally. And it's a matter of life and it's coming to theaters for just two days. And again, you can go to Fathom Events or KingdomPursuits.com and go ahead and get your tickets ahead of time. But as we we're talking to Doug, I, I think one of the important things that Doug brings up that I really want to leave us all with is if you think something might be going on, this stuff happens in America, okay? This kind of abuse is horrible, things that you're unthinkable, because we as Christians don't necessarily think, wow, somebody could be doing that. Yeah, yeah, and it could be happening in your own family. And, and so, Doug, what would be some things that, that you, would, you would spot immediately that, that, that I would never have a clue? Timidness. If, if you spot a child... That if they're around a certain person, they're shy. They're they're they you know they they don't speak up. They're very timid. But the next person, they're like, oh hey, how you doing? Oh, and they're so happy. And you know, there's either abuse, whether it be physical, mental. There's something going on there. That is the main thing, and that that is what I did as a child. I I shied away from everybody. But when my grandmother was around, you know, my safe space, I was so happy. I was a totally different child. But, you know, of course, bruises, marks, anything like that. But the main thing is, is, is watch the child's action around people. If they're okay with one person, but the next person, they're like, you know. They're- yeah, well, you got an app telling, you know, love to ask questions. All of a sudden oh, yeah. you see that something happened when they get around that family member right. that looks out of, out of whack. You know, you know, pray about that. Think about yeah, that. Yeah, they're always um, looking for an excuse to get away. Wow. Wow. And, and so, Tracy... You know, we only have a couple more minutes left in the show. What was something you wanted to get said today on the show about Matter of Life that you get a chance to? Making this film, I realized, wow, this is an issue for us as Christians. I uh, discovered a statistic that um, said four out of ten women with an abortion in their past uh, were churchgoers in the month they became pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, and I discovered just how disengaged the, the pro, major Protestant denominations in the United States are on this issue and, and how silent or complicit they are. Um, and so this is a huge opportunity for, for Christians in the body of Christ to love people 40% more. Uh, there's so many opportunities for ministry, 
to to not only help that woman in need in a time of pregnancy, but to minister to women and men who've been involved in abortion in their past, uh, and to give them healing and hope and freedom and uh, an opportunity to to make a difference in someone's life. You know, there's no um, situation that God can't redeem for good uh, in the saving of others. So that's what I want people to take away. Yeah, and and the thing that I, I personally have discovered that if you just care about people, like you ask them, you know, tell me your story, whatever. And I can't tell you the number of people that actually told on the air that they'd had an abortion. They'd never told it in their life. That literally, when I was doing interviews one time at the Association of Christian Counselors, I had like five or six different people share their abortion story on the air. They'd never told the story in their life. But I think only because I cared and I was listening. And so as we care and listen to people, we just love on people, right? That when that stuff gets out, like your story, Doug, it makes all the difference because once it gets out in the light, right, right, God deals with it. Just take the time. You know, they, you know, life is short. Take the time. Ask questions. You know, Care. show compassion. Be right. the person that God would want you to be. Right, mm-hmm. right. So that, you know, that's the thing is God takes our passion for other people, opportunities to listen and to care because there's everybody's got a story and everybody's got got stuff and 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 wow I hate I I've never had a chance to meet you Tracy but I'm so glad for for what God's doing in your life do you have another project on the on the burner Um there's there's a several ideas I uh, haven't uh haven't had confirmation from the Lord yet but uh, I love filmmaking and I'm just waiting to see what happens next Oh, I love that. I love that because when God puts us on the direction, it's like, oh, man, it's going to be good. And and so he must still have stuff for you with Matter of Life, it sounds like, Tracy. So, wow, again, big event coming up May 16th and 17th. It's coming to theaters, right? You can go to Fathom Events right now. Get your tickets. Let's fill these theaters up. And what an opportunity to show, you know, what God's doing uh, around the world, as well as, right, you know, continue to support Lantern Rescue. If you go to lanternrescue.org, you can see all the different ways that you can pray for these guys. They're currently in Ukraine. What's going on there is unbelievable. They're currently in Afghanistan. Literally millions of people that have no food, no shelter, and the sex trafficking that's going on is unthinkable um, as a point with all these refugees. So, um, lots of stuff to pray about. I'm so grateful for both of you Thank being you. on the show today. Thank and you. I'm so grateful for you listening. And we got so much truth coming at you because encouraging prayers coming up next, followed by the masculine journey starts here now. Then man up. It's time to man up with Nikita Koloff. Thanks for listening. This is the Truth Network.